Marcus, you like movies? Yes, I do. Amanda, do you like movies? I do. All right, this is Zebras in America, episode something, brought to you by Mountain Dew, Rage, Flowers, and Sun. Um, you turn it up a little bit? Yeah, let's turn. So we, we have a guest today, um, our friend Amanda, who we met on Twitter. Uh, we just thought it would be fun because I, I like your points of view on Twitter to see to have you on the podcast and talk about some recent films and see where the conversation goes. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, would you like to give your, give a little background to yourself and your your film cri- criticism and sure. existence? <laughs> sure. Um, I kind of. I, not too much to say really other than that uh, I kind of got sick of all of the blockbuster and Hollywood video offerings about 15 16 years ago I know people are kind of supposedly having some sort of nostalgia for these places but I really don't um and uh I got sick of everything being just the latest Hollywood releases and I just started going on a deep dive online and kind of just exploring and seeing what else was out there and it's kind of led me to here which now I'm probably too obsessed in, 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 in the movies and uh, watching a few a day and listening to your podcast as well as a few others and um, reading Pinland Empire it's one of my favorite websites Marcus oh, thank um, you so much that's Marcus's yeah. website yeah yeah so yeah uh, that's kind of kind of it. Not much more to say there. And where where are you from? Uh, I'm from Western Massachusetts, Springfield area. Um, awesome. Kind of yeah, kind of between uh, Springfield and Enfield, Connecticut, on the line there. Um, right. And uh, I, I went to school in Springfield. I went to school in Holyoke, Mass. Uh, spent a lot of time in wow, Northampton. Go into the Pleasant Street Theater before it closed. Uh, yep. Um, Northampton still, is dope. Yeah, yeah. I still hit up um, the Amherst Cinema. Uh, for a lot of movies because it's still close enough for me even though right I'm on, in Central Mass now yeah. right on Amity Street I lived right down the street from that theater on, on 174 Amity Street that's my old address did you know that Marcus did you know that Marcus lived a lot of his life in Amherst, Massachusetts? I, I actually knew you were in uh, Western Mass Marcus but not much more than that so right. that's, yeah. that's pretty cool Amherst Amherst specifically yeah. oh yes and yeah, in in our last episode that ha- that will have been out by the time this comes out, uh, even though we're time travelers and we actually recorded it this morning, um, we were arguing about whether Jake's or what's what's the Sylvester Sylvester's was the best diner in Northampton. Gotcha. I I think Jake's Hash House is far superior to what's the name? What's the Sylvester's. name? Sylvester's. Uh, you know, but that's me. Do you like do you like corned beef hash? I do like corned beef hash. I'll pretty much eat anything. I mean, I'm not really picky with food. So oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Marcus has has is particular. I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't it. like homemade. I like it from the can, but gotcha. then seasoned and cooked well, like on a diner or grill. That's when it's the best. Okay. Yeah, he likes he likes everything preferably from a can. That's not true. <laughs> it's a little saltier usually. Is that why? Because sometimes that's the reason. I don't like. I'm actually. I don't like like corned beef sandwiches. I don't like corned beef any other way so when it's homemade like the pieces of corned beef are really big and yeah. like it's just I, I don't like it like that I like corned beef hash the consistency of the can and I cook it I cook it real crispy with ketchup I put ketchup in it towards the end it's very good with, oh. some, with some fried eggs oh that's pretty cool sounds good yeah so yeah. Uh, you say you watched about two movies a day what are the most recent movies you watched 
Uh, yesterday I watched, I rewatched Mad Love, which is a kind of like early 30s. Yeah. Uh, it's like right after Precode. It's um. With Peter, Peter Lorre, right? Yep. It's yeah. like his first movie he did in the United States. Um, and uh, that movie's great to revisit. And then um, I watched, what is it called? Ghost Valley, which is... I, honestly, the poster looked cool, and the description was pretty excellent. And then, unfortunately, it was just an early '30s typical B western made on a backlot with uh, Tom Keene, who did a bunch of that stuff. And then mm. um, I watched The Highwaymen on Netflix. How was that? Oh yeah, how was that? I thought it was okay. I mean, there was a That's lot of it to like. There's a few great scenes with Kevin Costner, but otherwise, I felt like it was a little too long. And maybe it's just me, but. I find Bonnie and Clyde much more interesting when it's focused on them versus uh, behind the scenes. Uh, as as important as the story is, I mean, you're mostly in the car with these guys. It's a real right. traveling and tracking them across the country. So it's like it's like a road movie, kind but of. but not like what makes not a road movie good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my favorite Bonnie and Clyde thing is the Serge Gainsbourg song, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Bonnie and Clyde. And also that that they were like serial killers, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Like not good people. Like we like to romanticize them, but they killed lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the the best part of it, I guess, was the the ending, um, which I don't want to spoil it, but um I mean I know Bonnie and Clyde died. Yeah, Yeah, but the way they died is kind of just exciting. Suicide by cop, no? Um, basically driving down this road in the middle of nowhere and then just getting gunned down. Yeah. Like, they, I think they each got shot, like, at least 50 times each. Something ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just blown away. Like, they were they were dead and they just kept going. So, yeah. Well, and, Funny, uh, yeah. go ahead. I know, I, was, I, I saw two movies yesterday also, which I haven't done in a while. I saw Pet Cemetery and Shazam uh, yesterday. Oh. So it was fun. And, and oh, I saw awesome. and I saw yesterday High Life and Edge of Seventeen. I want to see High Life so bad, and it's not playing near me yet. Well, we haven't recorded our episode yet. We we tried to record an entire episode about the films of Claire Denis this morning. Nice. And we got an hour in and okay. halfway. <clears throat> yeah, we made it. We made it through Beau Travai. Now, we, so we we covered the eighties and nineties, and uh... so we decided to do a two parter. No. Yeah, so so you're you're going to be the intermission between our Claire Denis episodes. Oh wow! Okay, I'll yeah. do my best. <laughs> no, there's there's no pressure. Most people don't listen to podcasts linearly anyway. Um, it's just a guide, you know, and like who cares about rules? Uh, That's true. I, we clearly don't. Um, yeah, don't. <laughs> spoiler alert! I loved High Life. But that's all I'm going to say. Okay. But Edge of Seventeen was wonderful. And Woody Harrelson had was very good in it as a teacher. I still haven't seen Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, Saskia and I watched it last night. We tried to watch that new Netflix movie with Paul Giamatti about uh, artificial, about surrogates. Oh, was it Private Life? Is that yeah. What it was? Yeah, we yeah. got we got four minutes in and we we're like, nope. I mostly yeah. like I'm just I'm not really into Netflix movies. They're not. I find that they're they tend to be just fine. Like I don't which which is good. I think there needs to be fine movies, but yeah. you know. 
they're not all terrible like a lot of people online try to to say they are and and i haven't really run across any i mean maybe roma which i really liked but i don't feel that that was the best movie of last year in my opinion i mean there's there's not really four or five star movies on there right like i just realized so of the movies like i've watched a lot of netflix movies this year velvet buzzsaw high flying bird paddleton first match Mm -hmm. behind the curve triple frontier and unicorn store yeah. <laughs> and, like, they were all fine. Yes, yeah. I, I feel that way about this year so far, honestly. I mean, most of what I've seen has just been fine. Yeah. Yeah, I've liked two movies this year, and that was Glass and High Life. I haven't seen other one yet, so. Yeah, I mean, I think many people did not care for Glass. Yeah. I... Thought it was like kind of even, Steven. That, I there's, no, there's just many people who liked it that didn't. I, 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 that's how it feels. I think if fifty percent dislike a movie, that's that's mm-hmm. not a success. Fair enough. Well, it, it's also people. But the money stand, it made it could be deemed deemed, deemed it could be deemed a success also because it did really well at the box office. All right. Yeah. Um, See, I really liked Unbreakable like a lot. Like for what, like almost twenty years now. But yeah. uh, holy shit, yeah. Yeah, but I I haven't seen Split. I just put that off because, you know, I'm just iffy on what, what's going on with the Shyamalan movies, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he he's made a lot of movies. I will say that about him. <laughs> this is a fact. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Hi, Doug. Um, oh, and so we're what? No, you go ahead. No, I'm going to yeah. go ahead? Yeah. Okay. We're, so, what did, we, we talked about maybe talking about Unicorn Store? Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, I brought that up because that was, a, I think, a new release the same weekend that uh, Shazam and uh, Pet Cemetery came out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What did, um, yeah. what did I think of it? Yeah. Um, meh. <laughs> I, I was going to say the same thing. And this is a topic that I've now brought up in our last episode in that I do think the majority of people, again, I, I apologize for those if I'm bringing, I'll try to de- I'll try to switch up what I said from the last episode. But just I don't like, think we actually I recorded that. That's true. Oh yeah. But I, I just think this is the kind of movie where a lot of people, when it comes to Allison Brie and a movie like Unicorn Store, mm-hmm. a lot of immature criticism will, will be towards, you know, will, will. Mm-hmm. You know, it'll get, and it's just, oh, this movie's terrible. So, it's like, I don't think it sucks. I don't think it's terrible. I One, I don't know if this movie is for me. Uh, And I also think, like, it's also pretty transparent in that just, like, it's a very, like, actor making their first directed film movie, too. It's very much that. And I don't mean to sound vague, but I feel like a lot of cinephiles into this podcast, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Also, just the fact that it's kind of just, like, female making art, and the idea of criticism, and I, it, it's just, like, the climate, especially that Brie Larson is a part of, I think it all kind of ties into that. I think it's all pretty transparent and obvious what she's trying to do, and very obviously semi-autobiographical. Yeah, she made you know? the movie in yeah. 2017. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit before some of those things in the zeitgeist. But she was still on the front line in 2015, 2016 of just, like, time's up, me too... 
she it wasn't bef- it was before Captain Marvel and she was calling out like mostly white male critics. This was this isn't exactly yeah. like a new thing. So I she was she was always she was in the mix of of all that stuff. So and I th- a lot of that had to be what inspired this. I think a lot of it started with the Casey Affleck stuff. She yeah. was one of the most vocal, and that was 2016. You know, yeah. So I I, I I think that's where a lot of that is birthed from. Yeah, I, I agree. It does very much feel like she, it's really about herself and it's, it's her rough around the edges because it's, it's her first yeah but yeah I agree I have no idea who this movie's for maybe just herself which is fine but like I, I don't know what damn you know I was trying to audiences. avoid I was trying to avoid saying that because I felt like that would be mean <laughs> but I do well, some degree I feel like, yeah like it was just yeah like she made it for herself yeah, which is yeah. kind of weird which I, is a nice yeah. thing to do when you're a millionaire mm-hmm. I just kind of I just thought the movie was like on a it was like Unoffensive and not nece- not bad, but also not great at what it was. What I assume it was trying to do, like yeah. if it was like a satire of being an adult. Yes. You know, and I've read some really bad takes. Like, like I read I read this review that said that the movie was was a thinly veiled. Uh, parable about how the only thing a woman can look forward to is being a mother and I was like what where'd you get that and like the like I read a lot of reviews that were saying how how like problematic like that was but like didn't have issue with the Samuel Jackson character and I was like that's that's an interesting take Mm. I thought the movie was fine, and if it was made by anyone other than Alison Brie, we probably wouldn't have seen it. And if it hadn't have starred Brie Samuel, Larson, Brie, right? Damn, <laughs> jeez Louise, that's uh, that's my fault. My bad. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, they both do Netflix stuff. Alice, Alison Brie being on Glow, and Brie Larson making this movie for Netflix. So maybe that's where. You were at subconsciously. Lots, lots yeah. Of horses, yeah. I thought they were the same person for a minute. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't have the best eyesight. <laughs> um, Allison Brie Larson. Then you probably missed like Sam Jackson's hair in this. Then was it? Was like just like glitter, a pile of glitter in his hair. It was like it was. It, I guess I guess the motif was like, yo, let's do like Mr. Glass, but in a pink suit with glitter. Also known in some circles as circus hippie, herpes. What? Glitter. They call glitter so, circus hi- herpes. Why? So Timber and Stumbo? Yeah. I haven't seen that. Cause yeah, on, don't bother. <laughs> on, on one hand, I like to watch... I, I like... I love Beauty and the Beast. I saw it with my mom. Mm-hmm. But... Like, Tim Burton... In my, hasn't made a good movie, in my opinion, since Big Fish. This yeah. was a long time ago. Yeah. Jesus, that was a long time ago. And it's not like that was the last movie he made. Yeah. Was that like 2003? I don't I know. Think so. I think like so. I was going to say 02, yeah. 03, something like that. I was still in college. Yeah. Wow. Like, like yeah. my guess was like at least 15 years ago. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just feel like there is like sort of, it seemed like they're like, because it, cause Brie Larson made it they were capitalizing on the fact that she had just come out with another movie with Samuel L. Jackson that yeah. that probably made a ton of money. Captain Marvel. Just in case yeah. y'all didn't know what I was talking about. 
No, no idea. No it's, idea. It's hard one to find, yeah. I Well, and you guys recently saw the other Captain Marvel movie, Shazam, correct? Yes. And it's better than Captain Marvel, in my opinion. Yeah, I... I... Damn, I was going to say I think so, too. I, I I haven't seen Captain Marvel yet. But I, I guess what I meant to say was I really did enjoy Shazam. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like, to me at least, it felt like a long-lost, like, like Hollywood's making a 90s or, like, late 80s, like, tween kind of adventure movie again, yeah. which I thought they, they weren't into, you know? Yeah. So, they got, had that going on, I think. Yeah, had a, had a pretty good villain. Again, to all mm-hmm. these superhero movies, you need a good villain. And, you know, Mark Strong, yeah. Mark Strong can always do a good villain. Uh, and, um... What else is this? And, 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 you know, they, to some degree, they, like, they overdid, but at the same time didn't, like, the other DC references, you know, like, the, I, I forgot the actor's name, the, the, his friend with the cane from It, um, oh, you know, oh, he's always wearing, like, an Aquaman shirt or a Wonder Woman shirt or a bat, like, we get that, yeah, but, there, you know, the, yeah. but there wasn't, like, there wasn't an appearance from anyone else in the right. event, it, ooh, in the Justice Damn, League. Damn, that was a Freudian slip. <laughs> the Avengers? Yeah. Well, so the Justice funny. Avengers. So... So Captain Marvel slash Shazam is is one of my favorite classic DC characters. I, just growing up, I just used to love his comics. And when written well, he's one of the more interesting characters because he's both an adult and a little kid. So that just creates an interesting dichotomy. And there's there's a wonderful comic book from a few years ago where they rewrote Shazam and really really bowed really like really considered the fact that he's like a little kid and it's superman and shazam talking and like shazam is mad scared because he's a little kid and superman like reveals his identity and stuff and he's like i'm gonna be your mentor and stuff and it's so good oh wait i take that back i guess there is a cameo do, do I remember i remember i haven't actually oh, yeah, seen shit, shazam shit. so sorry sorry so well actually i have i have to i have to deal with something real quick so why don't you guys talk about shazam oh. for a second okay yeah um okay. i think so my thing with shazam 2 is also they did shazam 1 shazam 1 they 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 downplayed they they did the kind of deadpool thing but also downplayed it where it's like hey this is a comic book movie cuz you know his yeah. friend is always you know he's the comic book expert he's the one calling out like oh he's the supervillain or like what are your superpowers like but for some reason it seemed to work uh in this one um yeah. well I mean I like the De- I like Deadpool 2 more than I do De- Deadpool 1 but sometimes when they do the whole like hey we're acknowledging this is a comic movie like sometimes it, it's a bit much but um sure. For the DCEU, uh, I, I, my opinion, this is by far their best one. Um, maybe just because they're embracing how silly it is, yeah. as opposed to trying to be dark and gritty and, and just you know, I, I don't. That's not comic stuff is supposed to be fun, in my opinion. So like, just just going there, it just totally makes me want to leave the theater, which I almost did for Justice League. So yeah, and that and that's a good point too. I think what's great, just even from like a color palette standpoint, like the look of Shazam, it's not like a super duper colorful movie. Like it totally looks like it could be like this dreary, brooding, Christopher Nolan type DC movie. But then what's inside of it, it's a lot of laughs. It's a lot of like heart, a lot of intentional corniness. And I really like that. It kind of, it kind of puts you off because, you know, a lot, you know, this movie takes place in like, you know, it's Pittsburgh, it's Pittsburgh. I'm so part of it. It, it, It's Philadelphia. It's in the snow. And it's just it, it's dreary looking, but then it's 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 you know it's a fun movie. Um, I'm sorry, but exactly. go ahead. What, what, yeah. No, it's okay. That's that's kind of exactly what I what I wanted from it. So, 
it was nice to get that from from a movie for a change that that that's supposedly their intention and then the movie actually is worth my time yeah and there's something more to it than just a you know showing off their special effects or realizing that it's a part of a much larger ip that they're just concerned with how many tickets they sell exactly exactly yeah 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 this might be the first um you know that i've seen in i guess well i i i liked i liked the last event i liked infinity war but Mm -hmm. i think after that i was a bit like i was just tired you know what i mean like it was just I, like like a lot of yeah. people because i saw i didn't i did not dislike ant-man 2 but i think i was just still coming off of that that combo of like black panther avengers and it's kind of like, all right enough i need a break but then i still saw ant-man um and you have aquaman it's just kind of you know so it, it, it's, it's just a lot I, I think i need i needed a break um yeah i think we've reached saturation point on all this honestly but then i'm like oh i'm sick of this i don't want to go see this and then you know a friend or whatever i drag myself to the next one uh, and and then it's like oh you know maybe maybe it's been rejuvenated maybe it's good again so i feel like that's a constant thing happening to me because it happened to me with thor ragnarok yeah where i uh-huh. was like kind of totally I, you know how many more of these can i do and then i love thor ragnarok and uh, same yeah, and then Infinity War was good, and last year though I really loved uh, Spider Man. I thought that movie was. Fantastic. Oh, I did. I did enjoy that movie. I like that movie. Yeah. And it's funny too because yeah. when I was when was I guess it was yesterday. Just one of those random thoughts. I started thinking about like, I, at first I was like, you know, I haven't seen most of these superhero movies in the theater, and then I started mm-hmm. counting them in my head. And I was like, oh wait, I've actually seen most of these in the theater. It's actually what I haven't <laughs> seen in the theater is, is, and then I'm just yeah, I saw. All the Captain Americas, all the Thors. I saw two of the Iron Mans in the theater. I saw all the Avengers mm-hmm. and uh, Black Panther and the uh, and oh, damn. it's like somehow I just end up paying for a ticket and seeing these things in the theater, no matter how much. It's just like oh, I'm, I'm over it. It's, yeah, it's, yeah you, it's crazy. You and I saw Black Panther in the theaters. We yes. saw Justice League in the theaters. Yeah. What else? I mean, we saw Glass in the theaters. Yeah, I that's a little. I don't know if I count Glass. What is a superhero movie? As in the DC Marvel, it's it's it, it's it's a, it's outside. It's its own shared universe. Yeah, yeah I, I don't count that of in those three movies. movies. Yes. Yeah. The Shyamalan universe. The Shyamalan. The Shyamalan cinematic. The Shyamalan superhero cinematic. The SSCU. Yes. Yeah. Or Super Scott Cubs University. Yeah. Okay. What's what's so? I'm gonna put you on blast here, Amanda. Uh, what's your favorite superhero movie? What's your favorite movie? Oh, God. I can't do that. Um, I know. That's what's fun about it. It changes, like, every day. I um, know. My favorite superhero movie as of right now, real quick, probably Thor Ragnarok. Hmm. Classic. Uh, nice. Yeah. Um, and my favorite movie of all time? Oh, God. Um, hmm. Mikey Pandora's Box. All right. My favorite movie of all time is Stalker, and my favorite superhero movie is Iron Man 3. Oh. Awesome. What about you, Marcus? Uh, I, I I need a few favorite. Oh, but favorite superhero movie? Superman oh, three? No, no. Uh, close. <laughs> it's a good movie. Damn, favorite super. Holy crap, that's a good. Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah, definitely Catwoman. Yes. Oh, Catwoman. Yeah. That was a movie. It definitely. That's the theaters. Oof. Wait, I don't think I did. When I worked at the Catwoman story, where I worked at the video store, no. and this guy. Oh my! All right. So between 2004 and 2005, after college, I worked at a video store, Tommy K's in Connecticut, and we used to have these like sales. And this guy, Super we sales. had a we had a bunch of Catwoman DVDs. <laughs> we were doing this like three we were doing this three for ten <laughs> sale. And this guy, 
would come in the store and he would like mope around and it was obvious what he was doing he was just like oh i see you guys are having a sale well i don't get paid till the end of the week uh someone's probably gonna buy all these catwoman dvds huh and i thought he was joking at first i was like well, no he's just like i just don't have the money for it i i don't i don't get paid till friday and I was just like, well, he was so clear what he was doing. And then I was like, well, sir, if you want, I'll just set one aside. I'll set one aside for you. And then he was like, would you really do that? Like, he was really touched by it. He was like this 50-year-old dude. And I was like, yeah, sure. So then that Friday when he got paid, he came in to buy it. I wasn't working that day. But he left me a note, like a thank you note. Because I came in on Saturday and one of my coworkers, Terry, she's like, Marcus, did you set some Catwoman DVD aside? For this guy, I was like, oh, yeah, I did. Did he? Re- I, th- I didn't know if he was serious. And I was like, yeah, he bought it. He was really happy. He, he wrote you this post-it note. And it was yeah, like it was Steve, the whole... Steve, Steve Buscemi and Happy Madison. It was, it was kind of that. It was like... But the post-it note was full. It wasn't like... It was fully <laughs> written out. The whole post... There was no blank space in the post-it note thanking me so much for setting aside this, the Halle Berry Catwoman <laughs> DVD for him. And he left an impression... Wait, what? What? Please tell me you still have the post. I, I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Okay. But That's he, the worst yeah. thing you've done yeah. in your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I should have. You know, it was like a crazy person wrote it. I'm not even. I'm. All of this is true. Well, because I have. Even, I have. Because I, I used to work at GameStop, so. Oh wow. Crazy, wow. Very much. Wow. Oh. Real. What is it? Real. What is it like working in a GameStop in Western Mass as someone that doesn't look like comic book guy from The Simpsons? Pretty bad. Um, I don't know where to start on that one. It was uh, the regional and district manager telling me that since I was a female, I should be out away from the counter more. Maybe the customers might want to buy more things. Wow. And, yeah. And then um, I also had a lot of, um, oh, you don't know what you're talking about because you're a girl. You don't play games. Well, that I assumed. Yeah, I assumed so someone was I got a nice that. mix of things there. <clears throat> yeah, I don't n- understand why. It turns out, like, the, the more you put a magnifying lens on gamers, like, I don't want to say all gamers are, are garbage fires, but it's weird that there's this gigantic dichotomy of, like, just, like, neck beards that, that, that are just <laughs> terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of survive. I used to survive the day with the people that I work with just creating nicknames for everybody that was nice. popular. That was an issue. Like we had pants. Pants was one guy. Tell me and about pants. Always, pants. <laughs> he wears two pants. pants all the way up to his nipple line. <laughs> oh. And he wore suspenders. He kind of looked like a, a Pee Wee Herman that just didn't care what he ate, kind of thing going on. And then he would hang out and play Guitar Hero all day, just Eye of the Tiger, just in the corner, just sure. Eye of the Tiger over and over and over. Yeah. I don't want to make generalize. I don't want to make generalizations about people. But I, but I feel like a lot of people that come into GameStop and were problematic probably looked like famous comic book characters that didn't eat well. Like it's a lot of it's a That's lot of funny. it's like yeah. a lot of versions yeah. of people, but if they didn't eat well. Oh Super yeah, spin. yeah. There's 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 plenty of them. There's uh, there's Spyro, which was this woman that used to call all the time and sounded like she smoked like ten packs of cigarettes a day, type of thing. And basically, she thought we were the yellow pages, and she would always be like, you know, where's the closest bus <laughs> stop? You know, what do, what kind of pizza should I order today? Or like, what? <laughs> yeah, and then uh, my the best was when she would ask if we had any adventure games. That was probably the question we got all the time. And she's like, I love Spyro. Spyro's my favorite. Do you have any adventure games? And be like. 
and then you don't have to like you know play along with it and be like oh yeah the latest game here is this and i can hold this for you the whole thing she's like what is a mario galleries what is that and i was like the mario galaxy oh yeah we have that and, yeah so it was this kind of daily occurrence of, of spyro giving you a call and telling her where to get a pizza or find a bus so was- retail is is funny there was a woman who, who only rented johnny depp movies and then one time she rented a bunch in bulk and then like months went by and she wouldn't bring them back and we had to call them <laughs> i'm not lying and then we made we we'd have to call but she was like you don't understand i can't bring these movies back like that, that was her defense like i i need these movies it was really yeah <laughs> scott's laughing really hard right now no but i'm serious she yeah it was one time she rented them in bulk and then they just like the part of like the rounds like we'd have to do late late call late late fee calls Yo, and then I this really one woman, Johnny Depp movies, yeah son. she's like you don't know you don't understand I need, I need them kill. I can't bring them back yeah yeah that's all I can think the of in the 90s for me was like keeping a straight face like half the time and trying to actually oh absolutely absolutely like, yeah like cause I feel like at this point in my life no that's not true cause I'm in social work school so I but I feel like if someone called me and was just like talking, like if Spyro called me, it would be it would be really hard not to just like start laughing. I would we created departments in my tiny little store, so it'd be like, oh, Spyro, just hold a moment, I will transfer you to the adventure game department, <laughs> and I just oh, hand wow. it to some people. It's so part you, of the training process, your Spyro. Like, oh, can I recommend Crash Bandicoot One? Crash Bandicoot 2. Toe Jam and Earl. Toe Jam and Earl. Toki. Uh, Super Mario World. Oh, so what What are you, some of your favorite video games of all time? You're into Mine? video games, right? Yeah. Um, well, I, Super Metroid might be one of my favorite. Hell fucking um, yes. That's a great game. I'm, I'm a big Sega Genesis uh, fan, though. So, like, probably... Um, I really like Sonic 3. I really like Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes is a good-ass game. Yeah, uh, and the Castlevania that was on uh, Sega Genesis is awesome. Bloodlines, I had that. I, I had that game when I was a child. That's so funny. See, I'm Sega Genesis adjacent. My next door neighbor and good friend had. I was a Nintendo, so I had Nintendo Super Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four. I awesome. never had a Sega Genesis. I had Sega Saturn, but um, yeah. So like a lot of those games, I only played when I was over at my friend's house. Fun. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact about Sonic Three that I'm <clears> sure <throat> that I'm sure you guys might be aware of is that originally the soundtrack was supposed to be written by Michael Jackson. Yes, I knew that. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So if, you li- if you notice, some of the songs that he was working on were kept on the game. So you'll notice sort of like demos of songs that would show up on later I did albums. know that. Wow. Yeah. Well, he, like, had a, he had a Sega game, so that's probably where that... He was out. just really into video games and loved Sonic. Mm-hmm. Loved Sonic. And... You know, I'm I, I haven't watched Finding Neverland, but I do know that there's some controversy around it, so I'm not gonna make too many comments about that until I've seen the film. I'm just talking about his career as a musician. Uh, I still feel like also But I'm saying so yeah, so if you the yeah. intro for Sonic Three is the chord progression from Strangers in Moscow, like Oh it's, wow. Yeah. So then, did you play Moonwalker on the Genesis? <laughs> uh, I li- I preferred the arcade game. That's true. The arcade the arcade game just had like a better feel. Like was was really fun game. Wow, I remember. Oh, I forgot. What I'm speaking to. Did you ever go to Dream Machine? No. 
in the oh in, in the Hampshire Mall. Okay, well, oh, I guess you're younger than me. It's where Interskate and Dream Machine, yeah, it, whatever. What Interskate? Yeah. Oh, is Interskate still there? I don't know. I mean, to give you an idea. I'm gonna be 33 this year, so I don't know if that helps. Oh, you. we're not okay. that. I mean, I'm, I'm older than okay. you, but just a few years. Marcus, oh, Dream Marcus Machine is 40 last week. No, I didn't. I'm 30. I turned 37 <laughs> back in August. Um, I'm 36, so we're we're all we're all Generation Y. Yeah, well, for those of you listening, if you grew up in like a certain part of Western Mass, if you had a birthday party, you probably had it at either Interskate or Dream Machine. It was the arcade downstairs. And I was never, I was that friend. I had video game systems up to a certain point, only for when it was my turn to have my friends sleep over. When I was just by myself, I never played video games. But I used to like to take the bus to the mall to see people play video, especially the fighter games. Yeah, it was always a big one. deal. I used to love watching people play Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Mortal yes. Kombat, uh, Mortal Marvel, Marvel, the, the Marvel fighting Marvel games. Marvel vs. Capcom. Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah. All the yeah. punching, when people would punch the uh, the, the punching thing. Because like, like, yeah. certain people would show up like, oh, this guy's here. Oh, he's really good. Oh, this guy's really good. Oh, oh yeah, like, the, people like would, the Blanca guy. Yeah, when people like would leave their quarter on the machine, like I got next, that was very yeah. fun. Sometimes fights would break out or like oh, arguments. Definitely. Or, yeah. I, part, yeah. I think I talked about this on the podcast before, but when I was like seven, no, when I was nine, excuse me, I would go around the corner to the baseball card dugout, which was a which was like a card store, comic book store in my neighborhood, and they had Street Fighter Two, and. I, I was playing Street Fighter 2 with this kid and this kid was being a jerk and he was making your mama jokes because this is around the time where your mama jokes were very popular. Right. And he was like, he was just, he just wouldn't stop. And I was, and I, so I just told one that I heard that I didn't even know what it meant. And I was like, you're so poor that I went over to your, to your house and I asked your mom what was for dinner and she lifted her legs and said crust. Oh shit. <laughs> you were not, oh wow. I didn't know what that meant. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> I didn't. I I just heard it. Someone said it to me. I I would be surprised if they knew what it meant. Right, right, right. And he got, and he got he got real upset, and and left. And the story does not end there. Okay. Okay. So it turned out that we all that we went to the same elementary school. Oh shit! Uh oh. He brought his mom to school. Oh, shit. Oh, man. He went the extra mile. Yeah. Who asked to speak to me. And was like, I don't... Why would you say this about me? And I was like... No. Also, time out. I used to hate when shit like that would happen. Because, like, no, wait. Let me get my parent before... Like, this isn't fair. This is a two-on-one. I was in that scenario a few times in life. I hated that because it was just like, well, this isn't fair. It's like you and this adult. It's just me by myself. Although, a couple of times... I remember one time in particular, my teacher, my fourth grade teacher... Oh, I was also... She had my back because she was just like, you know what? This is a little intimidating to hit. Like, you're an adult and you have your son. It's kind of two-on-one. So, why don't we let all the parents... Here, so before you go any further, I remember that, and then from that, Miss Willis. I like Miss Willis. I to this day, I like her. But yeah, that was never fun. Yeah, so I was ambushed. Yeah, exactly. That's and, exactly what it is. And and the kid like was acting mad, innocent, you know. That's and, and was like, what happens. He was like looking down, and I was like, I was like, look, like, I wasn't talking about you. Did he mention that he was talking about my mom and calling me fat? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she was like. She was like, "Person, did you 
you did not tell me that. That's and then, he, that and then he looked down and he was like, oh, I didn't. I was like, really? So, you know, yeah. and then I just walked away because I was nine and I was like, this is dumb. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's all over Street Fighter 2. Right. Um, and so I'm from Brooklyn uh-huh. and in Manhattan is like the, in Chinatown is the last arcade. They they made a document. Marcus's friend made a documentary about Friends, it. Plural, yeah. Sorry, Friends. Kurt and Irene, yeah. The Last Arcade. It's a really good, so, really good movie. You guys so should check it out. There's an arcade. There's an arcade in Chinatown, Manhattan, uh, across the street from Wo Hop and Hop Key, which are famous Chinese restaurants that are just okay. Um, and they used to be able to play tic tac toe with a chicken. What? Oh, that's in the documentary. Those chickens are in the documentary. So you could okay. you could wow. play you could play oh, tic tac toe yeah. with the chicken for money, and okay. somehow somehow it wasn't gambling. I mean, it's totally gambling. That chicken was fucking oh, yeah. good at tic tac toe too. And wow, okay. and they just overhauled it like recently, mm-hmm. so it's like now mostly like dance dance revolution games. Gotcha. So when you go there, it's like people just dancing and doing like it's it's these hacked versions of, of dance dance mm. revolution it's not even dance dance revolution it's like mad hard like people are going so fast like they're sweating bullets but before that like five years ago they still had mad uh capcom versus marvel machines and different fighting machines and and like like lots of like never never land lost children there playing 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 for their life yeah. and i remember i remember like i went with some friends and just were like, oh, let's play some games. And like any game that I would start playing, one of the lost children would come and beat my ass. Like, like effortlessly with like bad characters. Yeah. That's just, that's just how it is. People just drop their kids off wherever there's arcades. Yeah. I mean, they weren't actually children. They were like 20 years old. Not still children. (laughs) Yeah. Right. They were like, but no, I know what you mean. Yeah. They were like, you know, what what some people would call gutter punks sort of vibe. Okay. I if like that term in a minute. like wow. if like gutter punks were were very into Street Fighter Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Marcus, what's Yo. your favorite superhero movie? Yeah, I was trying to stall. Uh, you, you stalled for like twenty minutes. Jesus, you put me on the spot. Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm, I don't. I have to have one. I don't have one. You have three. Okay. Perhaps uh, the first Iron Man. Okay, that's your favorite. Batman. Okay, fine. <laughs> it's not, but I thought, yeah. Batman 1989? No. I was going to say Batman Begins. Batman Begins? Even though, unfortunately, I am also aware of the precedent that that movie set on, like, oh, comic book movies for the next few years have to be dark and, bleh, you know. But yeah, so they didn't do that with Shazam, I guess. Absolutely did did not. But I, oh, while you, so I, I'll repeat myself super quick. What I was saying is, the 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 color palette of Shazam is kind of dark looking. So subconsciously, like, oh, is this going to be another dark Christopher Nolan esque thing? But no, it's funny, silly, and wacky, and has a lot of jokes in it because the movie takes place in Philadelphia in the winter, so it's not exactly a colorful time. But it's like you a know. Christmas movie, really. It yeah. actually is. It, it, it yeah. legitimately is a Christmas movie. I'm just movie. glad he wasn't like, say my name, Shazam, and then like ripping people's heads off and shit. Well, there are parts where I'll say, say, say my name. They're actually, yeah. No, but like, I'm glad that it wasn't like dark and gritty and like. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I, yeah. I, I did like Batman versus Superman, the, the, 
the director's cut, mm-hmm. but I do mm-hmm. like I do have trouble with a Batman that kills people because that's just yeah, not I Batman. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Right. Are y'all going to see the Joker? Do you bleed? Uh, I'll see it with people. It's not I'm going to see by myself. Like I'll see if a group if a group of people want to go. I'm just this goes back to that whole superhero fatigue. We have two Jokers now in two cinematic universes. It's like the whole Venom not being yeah. in the same universe as Spider Man. But he still yeah. kind of looks like Spider Man. It's very, it's it's very strange. I hope Joker's better than Venom. I'll say that much. Yo, uh, my favorite line from the movie Venom was the last line, where he's like, "I guess I am Venom." <laughs> and then the credits. <laughs> and credits. Uh, yeah. So, do you have any movies in 2019 that you thought were remarkable, Amanda? Thus far. So, so far, no, um, not at all. But then again, I. I really want to see the beach bum and i really want to see high life and those are already out in some areas for people so maybe after i see those i will have one i was debating i was debating on seeing beach bum tonight but i don't think i will but sorry go ahead what's so what's it like being someone into movies in a non-popular like urban area well um Central Mass, I mean, I'm, like, growing up, I would always just go to New Haven and get on the train and go to Grand Central. Nice. So I, nice. I do that on occasion. I mean, because as much as I, I like Boston, Boston can just not compete with New York in any way with what it offers. You can't compete um, in most places with anything. Yeah, most Boston's places can't. So it's, yeah, so, I mean, they have a little bit of, like, a, you know, the, 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 the film element. I mean, there's the Brattle in Cambridge, but they kind of just show, uh, you know, just kind of like classic offerings more than any sort of new indie or foreign film. Mm. Um, so it's really just me having to get into the train in New Haven and go into Manhattan. Um, otherwise, I rely on Amherst Cinema. And for a while in Providence, I was going to the, the cable car, which Brown University students uh, kind of uh, were at the helm at. And uh, it unfortunately, I think it closed in the last year. So... Mm. So yeah, the offerings are a little slim, but now and again I can I can get into into New York and, and have more options. There's two art theaters in New Haven, aren't they? Because I used to live in Bridgeport for about a year, and I used to drive up to New Haven. I forgot the oh. names of them, but the, it's how I saw like I remember I, this will give you the uh, I remember I saw Palindromes, Life Aquatic. Uh, okay. It was like the era of those movies, like 2004, basically. All right, so. well, New Haven is where Yale is. Yeah. Yes. There's a little yeah. bit of culture in New Haven. There's a little bit, yeah, and there's really good pizza there. Um, Yo, yeah, I just, I just yeah, tried, I yeah. just tried clam pizza last week. Oh, did you, did you have the white clam at Peppy's? Is that what you had? I, I actually had the white clam at at Modern. Interesting. Okay. We, I mean, so I haven't had pizza or any sort of bread product in like seven months. Gotcha. Because I was, because I, since I'm on a diet. Mm-hmm. But uh, last week. We went to we went to Connecticut to to look at the Yale Open Studios, and I was like, "All right, well, I always heard that New Haven had good pizza." So we went to Modern and ordered like five pies with some friends, and I was That's like, what "Oh, you, do. you just get like a little bit of everything, yeah." And I was like, "Oh, these must be really small pizzas." They weren't. No. Um, no. And we got like a nice they're corner. Thin, but they're yeah. Not small. We got a nice cornucopia of different pies. The white, eggplant, tomato, some other stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it frustrates me like how 
it, how difficult certain movies can be to see if you don't live on like coastal cities. Yes. It's reminded me. Yeah, I went to college in Hampton, Virginia, and the close like we would drive to like so Norfolk and Virginia Beach are close by, and there was a okay theater uh, close by, but other than that, it would just have to be. I would just have to summer break. And just go to New York or something like that, cause uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. What about the movie but, Philadelphia? Uh, what about it? I don't know. I just thought about it for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, probably because we talked about Philadelphia with Shazam. Oh. Yeah. Do you like the movie and Philadelphia? It was like a, there was a Geno Stakes cameo in it too, which is pretty cool. They just yeah. they just brought Geno Stakes to Brooklyn. Oh, really? really? Yeah. There's a Geno Stake around the corner from my jujitsu school. Oh. And and every day I'm like, not today, Satan. All oh, right. I, f- I wonder if it's good. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, probably Gino's is Gino's is, is is pretty. It's like, I think this it's is like ten different places in Philadelphia, maybe a little more that people are. You know, I guess every person you ask is like, you know, has their favorite place. But there's there's a bunch of them. I always oh, thought it was me. Pat and Gino's, but then there's Ishka Bibbles that everybody. Oh, there's no, there's no, no it's not yeah. Gino's. There's uh. There's Pat and Gino's there. there yeah. The, well, no. Also, isn't Gino's the racist one? I thought that's Pat's. Oh yeah, Gino's is that's much. Gino's the the non racist one though. I'm sure they're racist too. Is better. It tastes exactly the same. That's not true. Both good. The racist one is not good. It, no, there's there's there, there's, no, there's not a Gino's. There's a Tony Luke's that just opened. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. They make they make. I a like good, uh, What's that? In, I, in Philly, like I was there maybe about a year ago. I like Del Sandro's. I don't know if you guys ever had. That. De Alessandro's is low key. The, yo. No, I you're, you're, they're awesome. you can you can definitely come back whenever you want on our show because because yeah. you you know about the secret best Philly cheesesteak spot. People think Ishka Bibbles is the best. I don't think that Ishka yeah, Bibbles Alessandro's is, dog. This Ishka Bibbles it's like this. The in, innards are good because they because they, they they do lots of. I'm a pickle guy, Paul. Um, but the thing is, it's Turtle very dicks. it's very Sbarro like. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's like all bread, it's just like all bread. Ishka Bibbles is bread heavy and it's just kind of gross. Whereas like Pat and Gino's, their bread is super thin. Um, what so. I like They're about the cheesesteaks, not the bread. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I like the pickled peppers that you get on the side, though. Yeah. Oh, like banana peppers type of thing. Um, no, they're cherry peppers. Oh, the cherry peppers. But I fuck with banana. Peppers. I, I, banana peppers. Banana peppers are, are fantastic. Yeah. I'm not like the only person that like eats just a bowl of plain banana peppers when I'm hungry, am I? <laughs> like, I'll just like go to town. No, on that. I, I do have to have it with something, but also I've never tried. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try. That. I mean, <laughs> I this is like probably something I shouldn't say on on record, but because <laughs> okay. I'm because like it's New York, I'm New York or whatever. Uh-oh. But sure. like when I do order Domino's. Uh, which which has happened before. Uh-huh. I get the thin crust pizza. Yep. With bacon and banana peppers. Oh, oh that's awesome. Good that's night. Sounds... Good night. Good night. I had Domino's for the first, uh, about two months ago. I had Domino's for the first time since college. And that... Yeah, I thought you were about to say for the, the first time. No, no. I'm you're, a con- con- you're a connoisseur of shitty pizza. I've, I'm a connoisseur of good pizza. I have do- I've had Domino's three times in my life. Once when I was a kid and I thought it was gross... Then in college, I was like, all right, I'll try it again. And it was gross. And then my girlfriend convinced me that they changed somewhat. And it actually is. It, they did. It, it is. It, it's pretty good. Yeah. Scott's yeah, referencing the fact that I, I like Pizza Hut stuffed crust pizza. Yep. Gotcha. It's my second favorite pizza after Chicago deep dish. 
And now that I've had Detroit pizza a couple times now, Detroit's number three. So New York isn't even in the top. It's not in the top three anymore. I just made someone really angry somewhere listening right now. I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. you guys have had Defaro's pizza, right, in Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What did you What did you think of it? I feel like he's going to die soon, Dom, so i got to go there quick. Are you are, So you're a pizza-file as, as well as a cinephile? Yeah, pizza-file, but I'm, like, strictly, like, New Haven pizza-file. Like, I'm all about the big three in New Haven, and my favorite being uh, Frank Pepe's. Their white clam yeah. is, is my favorite pizza. Well, you're from, you're from New England, so you're, 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 you're yeah. repping. You're keeping it real. I mean, I I think Tafara's is interesting. You know, it's good. It's expensive. Um, my favorite. It's pe- slow. <laughs> well, the the secret is is you call an hour before they open, and mm-hmm. was and ask to ask for a whole pie. Okay. And then and then you and your friends get a whole pie and go to the park. And <sighs> and and eat it. That's the only way. To get to get the pizza in a timely manner, as you call an hour ahead, and mm-hmm. and and pre-order a pie, it's it's worth it. And there's my favorite pizza in the world is Ellen B. Spumoni Gardens in Bensonhurst, Ooh. and they make they make a pizza that's like a grandma style, with oh, wow. with uh, cheese on the bottom and sauce on top, and it's just spongy deliciousness. Wow. It's Sounds wonderful. Yeah. It's there. So at Dominican restaurants, they have this. They have this milkshake called Maria Sonando, which okay. means which means to die while dreaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is and it's just orange juice and vanilla ice cream. Um, nice. But where I'm, what I'm saying is that to me, Ellen B's Pomona Gardens is to die while dreaming. Wow. All right, I wrote it down. Thank you. From yeah, me, Giordano's in not not in the outside suburbs, but in Chicago, Giordano's is is my. To die while dreaming, uh, it's I, damn good. I was def- awesome. I was definitely blown away by how good a clam pizza was because I was like, this will be okay. Yeah. And then I was like, I was like, yeah. this. I put like le- lemon juice and mm. red pepper flakes on that mother. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Wow. That, that, I'm telling that, you though, next time order it with bacon. Oh, so it's, like almost like it a, totally elevates it. Like a clams casino sort of vibe. Exactly. They put oregano on that on that motherfucker. Not at Peppy's, they don't. Oh, but you're Maybe saying Peppy's Peppy's is where I gotta go next time. Yeah, you like the clam pizzas now. You go to Peppy's now. Yeah, yeah I, it's just it's just tough. Saskia was not as big of a fan as I was, but gotcha. I you know I can I could probably figure it out. I'll just I mean, be like they've like franchised out since like. I mean, they're still small and, like, owned by the original family, but there's, like, ten different locations now. Whoa. But it's kind of spread out in Connecticut, and then there's even one in Cherry Hill and Mass now. Yeah, but you gotta, you gotta go to the original one, because people argue that what makes a good pizza is how old the oven is. Exactly. Mm. No, I, 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 that's, that's why I still go to the Worcester Street one, but there's a closer one for me in Manchester that sometimes I hit up. Yeah. Oh, wow, Mitch, I used to go to the Guitar Center in Manchester, Connecticut. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the mall once, Scott. <laughs> the Buckland Hills Mall. I went to the <laughs> Buckland Hills Mall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So what? What was? Uh, so we're we're gonna start wrapping up. Okay. Um, because uh, apparently there's a show called Game of Thrones tonight. Oh yeah, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, it's like this small period piece. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of like Twitter. 
where there's like 250 characters and nothing good happens. Yeah, everybody hates uh, each other. Yeah. yeah. And they steal each other's ideas, not not wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, so last week's episode, which, again, we recorded today, because we're time travelers, um, and if we were to start a 90s, no, an 80s rap group together, we'd be the rhyme travelers. Okay. If we were the 90s, if we were a 90s rap group, we'd be like blunted monks. With a Z, yeah, the blunted monks with a Z. The blunted monks with a Z, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Someone's got a fan art that. Uh, yes. Shit. Oh, man. Doug just made a fan art for our next t-shirt, but I think it's accidentally racist, so I don't know if we can make it. It's not. He, he, no, you, you, oh, yeah, you cleared it up. You're just like, no, as long as, like, you're the, as long as Donkey I'm, Kong. as long as I'm Donkey Kong, it's yeah, not racist. It's all good. Um, but yeah, we he's the least racist person, person, you know, by the way, guys, so. I mean, you know, it's it's all it's all it's all a state of mind. No, it's not. He's <laughs> the least racist person you know. There's no other way to interpret it. Uh, yeah. So if we were like, if we were a two thousand rap group, which era? The early two thousands or like now? We would be. So in the early aughts, we'd be Pinky and DeBrain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And now we'd be like. The drip, drip, drips, the or drips. something. Yeah, the, drips. the drip boys. The drip boys. Yeah, and we'd okay. we I'd have like a face tattoo of Claire Denis. Oh shit. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, what movies are you looking forward to, Amanda? This year, um, aside yeah. from being able to see uh, High Life, um, I'm looking forward to the Lighthouse, the new Robert Eggers movie. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. With Willem yeah. Dafoe and Pattinson, right? Exactly, yeah. and um, let's see, uh, the Safety Brothers is Uncut Gems. <clears throat> and, oh, Adam Sandler, yeah. Yep. Um, of course, Midsummer and uh, yeah. the Agnes Varda's last movie, Varda. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, uh, sure. Yeah, um, and uh, Radigund, the Malick movie, because I love Terrence Malick. Yeah, you already, yeah, you already know. I'm looking forward to that. We're Although I'm more curious because Lebeski's not shooting it, so I'm a little, I don't know. Yeah, and it's not. I'm from what I, everything I've read because I try to stay away from some stuff. Um, it, it looks like it's totally going back to how he once was, being a period piece, and it's not like a part of the Weightless trilogy. Is, is that mm. right, Marcus? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. But yeah. I still love Malik, so I'm obviously I'm, I'm gonna see it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a T Mama fan. That's what I call Terrence Malik, T Mama. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited about that. All right. Um, where can people find you? Where can on, people on the, find you? On the social medias and whatnot. Social medias. Um, I'm really just on Twitter, uh, WMassLiberty. Okay. And I'm on there like 24-7. And I love talking games and movies and politics. And I like debates on there too. Yeah. I think it's important that we all have different ideas, but like that we're nice to each other, which is kind of... Yeah, being respectful. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, that yeah. was... that yeah. was, Like, we ended up not talking about politics, but... Yeah. I I was like, you know, we're diametrically opposed in many political ways, but can talk like reasonable people, and I like that. That's kind of the whole point of this country, I think, which people forgot. You know? Right. It's like being able to have differing opinions and <clears throat> figure it out. Exactly, yeah. 
So maybe maybe if you're kind enough to have me on again, we can make it all about the politics. Oh, any any guest that's been on, they have an open invite once they're, you know. So, yeah, you'll definitely be back on. Yeah. Oh, and, wonderful. And, okay. yeah, I know... Marcus is less excited to talk politics, but we can we Not can make it we no, can make it work what? with movies. No, I think but no. Well, with you only only because I in my experience well, Marcus when, when people a, bring Marcus up Marcus is a huge Republican, <clears throat> definitely. When people bring up Western Mass, they immediately only assume all of Western Mass. You're just like I mean, liberal ain't even the term. Just like super liberal hippie, and it's always it's just like. Northampton and Amherst. Northampton and Amherst are the only. They they just think that that is all of Western Mass. It's just like no, they think if you're automatically from there, you're just immediately far left, yeah. like a, a, a um, an environmental terrorist, lefty Birkenstock type. And those people <laughs> those do are, live. Those are two and those people are Birken, oh, Bir- yeah, Birkenstock not hippies and eco terrorists are not the same sort of. Left. No, but there's a hell of a Venn diagram. But they they definitely cross pollinate quite a bit. Also, and some like, eco-terrorists wear Birkenstocks. A good way to say is a lot of them are really angry, too, which I never really understood. Oh, yes. I mean, li- very. liberal fascism is very real. Yeah. But, you know. People just being angry regardless, I think, is yeah. very That's real. also like, true. People yeah, are mad. People are just constantly yeah. pissed off. It's like, are you, are you mad, bro? <laughs> uh, do y'all remember in the early aughts there was a rapper named Rathuglican? No. No, I don't. Are you joking? <laughs> I'm not. Holy shit! Yeah, okay. He, he had a he had a write up in the source. Oh, Jesus, okay. I have to write that down. Rathuglican, yeah. Sorry, got it. Some stuff you can't make up. No, I know. We're at that point. Like I said to a friend the other day, it's like, how does the onion even exist anymore? Yeah, really, seriously. I yeah, like Marcus and Mtume and I are on a on a chat thread. Yeah. And we'll send each other articles that we've made sure are real. And it's like, you can't even, like, satire is almost dead right now. Yeah. No, no. It's like typing in Florida man into Google, and then, like, all the yep. outrageous, it's, it's the same thing. I would argue that the Florida man thing is a little classist, but it's also funny. Yes, yeah. I mean, at the same time, when, when, when an article says, like, man high on PCP throws alligator inside of Wendy's, you're, you're like, where is this? And it's like, oh, Sarasota. Because mm-hmm. most of Florida, 90% of Florida is not Miami or Orlando. I think people just think that everything is Disney World there. Yeah, but even like, even like <clears throat> Disney World has a, has a weird undercurrent. Dude, Disney World is what influenced idiocracy. Mike Judge was talking about how <clears throat> he took his daughter to Disneyland and when they were there whichever one is in Florida I'm sorry not D- Disneyland Disney World and there was a fight that broke out between these like two families <laughs> and this one mother was telling the daughter of the other family this little girl I'll kick your fucking ass and like it was really and it was in like this part you know it's supposed to be this is America beautiful Disneyland and he was saying it was the most ugly thing he had ever seen and he said that was the genesis of idiocracy oh wow they yeah. can find the time machine yeah. right yeah yeah. And it's like, and then the last line of that was, "If only we had a hot tub time machine." 